Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. With me, as always, is Ed Giggity. Giggity, giggity. So this is our first episode back after a while. There's been a lot going on. Um, for some reason, I feel like the majority of it is coronavirus related. That's the only thing that is going on. We can't go anywhere and do anything else. Well, technically speaking, we can now, but it's still kind of a bad idea. Yeah. I tell you what, man. I was at Walmart today. Half the people weren't wearing masks. The other half that were wearing masks, they had their fucking nose sticking out of the top of it. And I'm like, that's not how this works. Does that surprise you? Like, why are you even wearing a mask? It doesn't sometimes. It really doesn't. Like, I know, like, last week, I want to say, like, Thursday I went to Walmart. They had to actually take a count. Like, they could only let a certain amount of people in. But today, it was elbow to elbow, man. It's madness out there. I know. I was I was smelling different colognes and shit. I'm like, is this mask working? Should I be uh, should I be able to see or I mean smell their cologne? Like I don't understand. You were wearing a mask, right? Yeah, I was wearing a mask. Lauren okay. makes me wear one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I wear a mask too when I go out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got the hand sanitizer in the car. Hand sanitizer. I actually. Yeah. Hand sanitizer on my mask too, like the outside. Like I, what like I wash it. Does Cause it's one of those fancy cloth ones that her sister made us. Okay, you're supposed to wash those, like after every use. Yeah, so I do. I wash it with hand sanitizer. <laughs> you wash it with hand sanitizer. Yeah, okay. I rub on the outside, and the inside, and boom. Yeah. <sighs> yeah um i wear a mask i carry hand sanitizer with me uh on the rare occasion that i go to the grocery store i have uh disinfectant wipes i wipe down the cart with you know yeah lauren she joined a uh she joined a grocery delivery service we got our groceries delivered oh nice yeah yeah I, i've been i only have to go out for random that. things I think it's like 10 bucks a month. I forget who it's through, but it's like 10 bucks a month and oh, one of the uses. Yeah. Yeah. We've been gone for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I made some upgrades to the studio equipment. Why we're able to do a, a better uh, over-the-phone show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being in the studio in a couple weeks. I want to see how those work out. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be nice. Uh, you know, I, I'm i looking forward to us returning back to our normal lives. I am. But at the same time, I don't want it to be too premature, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I they said be there's to... been an explosion in uh, cases now, especially in uh, Mahoney County down here. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But... You're yeah. not going to see the the spikes in cases for reopening until like another two weeks. Yeah. 
But from what I've been seeing, I've, I've seen people on social media uh, posting pictures of bars and restaurants, and they're just packed. Assholes and elbows, man. I don't know, man. It's, it's like... I like seeing these idiots online that say that it's a conspiracy theory and it's a hoax and they're just doing it to control us and it's tyranny. Yeah. Like, do they really know what tyranny is? Like, this is no, not they, tyranny. They don't. They don't. They have like, no oh, idea. I got Netflix and Hulu and I got DoorDash and I got shit delivery. No, no, no. Yeah. It's tyranny. Tyranny. This is a fucking dream for me. I love this. Yeah. I'm having a blast with this. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. saving so much money but not going anywhere, doing it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know, you're, you're talking about how you're being oppressed and this is tyranny. All the while, you're at home living like a king. You know, the people that are oh, laid yeah. off, they're getting an extra $600 a month. You know, a lot of them that are on unemployment are making more than what they would if they were working. Fuck yeah, they are. Like, Come on. And, the first world you, you know, you've got Netflix, Hulu, you know, all these, you know, every restaurant delivers now, whether it's DoorDash or Uber Eats or uh, Postmates or any of those other ones. They all deliver. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. There's been nights where we've, we've fed the kids mac and cheese and me and the wife got sushi and bento boxes. Yeah. So I ain't gonna yeah. act like I'm suffering at all. Yeah, I, I I don't mind it. I mean, it would be nice to go out to the store to get things that I want to get, but at the same time, I'm in no hurry to do it. I saw an article that because of everything that's going on, that Bezos is set to be the first trillionaire. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I I think good for him. He wins. He wins. Well, you know. I I don't see the point in anybody being that rich. You know? Yeah. Um I would want to be that rich just so I could do like super villain like stupid things. <laughs> well you know I got like a golden car and shit. Like I'd really be flaunting it. Something that you know will, will make you think and something I've thought about you know, if you're this super rich CEO, um, I, I don't understand how anybody could say that you're successful when you have employees that are living in poverty. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I don't consider that a win, you know. What what's your take on that? I agree. I think if you're a trillionaire, you could afford to help the people that help you get there. Yeah, I mean, but I then will... again, if you do that, then you don't become a trillionaire. You're just a small billionaire. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> the more you take care of your employees, the richer you're going to end up becoming in the long run. Really, you know, I I, I will give Bezos credit though. You know, people bitch about him uh, paying zero in taxes or whatever. But yet, this guy is doing what 
those tax breaks were meant to do. And he's, you know, using the money that he would be paying in taxes to create more jobs. So I got to give him credit there. I do. You know, his businesses are very successful. It's not like he's not paying his employees somewhat of a livable wage. I mean, when uh, the city of Seattle, where their headquarters is based, raised the city's minimum wage to $15 an hour, he decided that he was going to raise it to $15 an hour company-wide. So I got to give him credit for that. You know, he kind of, in a way, has raised the bar a bit for these CEOs. And then speaking of CEOs, you got uh, Bill Gates. Um, right after the last episode we did, he, uh, he stepped down as a uh, board member for Microsoft. But yet yeah, he's, he's basically retired. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, he's he still the majority it. stockholder, though. But uh, he stepped down from the board. And according to the conspiracy theory theorists, he now wants to microchip everybody with the coronavirus vaccine. You can't make this shit up. You really can't. There's people out there that believe that. I what really... What is wrong with these people? I, I know it's like I there's a guy there's a guy Joe that I've friends with that he he worked with Lauren and he's always putting that stuff up like but how it's conspiracy like and I always you know me I can't not keep my mouth shut so I'm always poking holes and stuff always arguing like every day like three or four different posts and it drives me nuts it's like people really believe that shit do you really think Bill Gates like I want to make for everyone. Like, even if he did, what what the hell is a big deal? We, we've been hearing our whole lives that the government was going to put microchips in us. You know, we're now approaching yeah. 40 years old, and it has not happened because it's not going to happen. It makes the no to- sense the for them logistics to do on that. that. Yeah, the logistics, is, they can barely keep track of people on, on paper. They have to yeah. have a guy come to your fucking house I count you. Yeah. One, two, three. Like, how do you expect them to actually manage a whole microchip? Yeah. Like, they can't manage that. There's too many people in America. If we were, like, a small country, yes, I would see it. But we're just too big for that. And the- I think it'd be convenient as fuck to have a microchip in my fucking thumb where I wouldn't have to even pull out my debit card, just thumb it, boop, boop, done. I, I welcome that shit. I welcome the ease and convenience of the future. That's the one thing people don't realize this virus did. It really changed the society. To the fact that we can be like, I don't need to go out. I don't need to go here. I don't need to go there. I don't need to go. I can survive. People can I guess work the from home. Me, you can work from home. You can go to school dude. from home. Yeah, Lawrence will work from home. The kids will go. Like, it's been great. Uh, like we've all. I feel like we've come closer as a family. I'm spending more time. Me and her have been doing so good. Like, we're spending time with each other. We're loving each other. We're lunch together. I mean, if, if we didn't have kids, it'd be paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're, they're saying that, uh, that the, this coronavirus was created in a lab in Wuhan, and it was funded by uh, Bill Gates 
and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, they're saying that Bill Gates is a huge supporter of population control. Okay, let's... I mean, let, let's dumb it down a little bit as far as why someone like Bill Gates would not be a supporter of population control. Okay, the only way that someone like Bill Gates ends up becoming as rich as he has become is from a growing population. The more people mm -hmm. on this earth that are getting older and starting to buy electronics, you know, Windows products, the more fucking money Bill Gates makes. So why does it make sense that he wants to depopulate the earth? Yeah. You know? I, I'm on the fan of the wagon. I think we're double. I think we need population control. You think we do need population control? Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> never a family that has more than four kids that they all come like, that they're all normal. You can't. You can't handle more than four kids. I have four. They're struggles. I don't think I can handle more than two. But I do because I have to. You can't be a successful parent. Two people can be a successful parent to more than four kids. I don't know. Uh, you know, our parents' generation, there was, uh, you know, like six kids was the norm. Yeah. You know, even but they had more my of a, family. See, they had more kids. of a community kind of, it takes a village kind of mentality. People yeah. now, you tell their kid to stop running around in the store, they want to fight you. Yeah. Like, your fucking idiot kid just ran by me and knocked off the shelf on me. And I'm going to tell him to slow down and you're going to fight me? Fuck you. Um, you know, it's like, I used to always call your people and tell their kids to shut up. If I'm in the store and my kid's quiet, I'm like, hey, shut your mouth. Like, I'll tell kids to shut up in the store and tell them to act right. Millennials are like having a less mom. kids nowadays, though. That's kind of yeah, the thing. They're not getting married. It. They're not having kids, you know. They, oh, no, they're they, having kids. They just don't have a support system. They're not staying together. Well... Actually, most I've, I've read some surveys. Most millennials don't want kids at all because they've seen, you know, our generation, Gen X, and our parents' generation, the the baby boomers, fucking up with, with kids, and yeah. they see the government fucking up and and making it harder for them to raise a family. So, of course, they don't want kids. They don't want to bring them into this crazy world. I I can't really blame them. Mm -mm. I can't either. So what have you been up to during quarantine? Um, I, I did, you know, part-time teaching, part-time killing time. Yeah? You know, teaching the kids and doing a lot of stuff with the kids outside, you know, doing stuff. I, I feel like everyone's kind of gotten fat during the quarantine. Like, everyone's gained yeah, that I quarantine think, 15. Yeah, I wish. I still weigh, I still weigh 220. I can't get it. I think I might have lost <laughs> a little bit. I've been eating better. Yeah. I don't have to eat my cooking. We've been eating out a lot. Lauren's uh, like, yeah, I don't want your chicken and rice. We're going to have Outback tonight. <laughs> so, uh, a lot's been going on. Um, we didn't we didn't get to touch on some of these topics because uh, we didn't do a show for a while. Uh, it's been about two months since we've done a show. Um, Tom Brady. We, we haven't gotten the chance to really uh, <laughs> dive into that one, man. There, there was a lot of moves in the NFL. Uh, the draft yeah. happened. 
a lot of trades. Did it? You know, this is the first year I didn't even pay attention to draft. I didn't even care. I didn't. I didn't really care either. Um, like, if you ask me the Browns drafted, I have no fucking idea. My team didn't like, make the first know. round, so I really didn't give a shit. Um. I don't know. A lot of experts still have the Steelers getting the uh, pity playoff spot, though. I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen. I still, I only see them going maybe eight and eight. I don't, I don't see them finishing in the top two of their division. Yeah, Cleveland's going to take it. That's why. Uh, I think Cincinnati's got a better shot. Doesn't Cincinnati have like a rookie quarterback again? Didn't they get rid of Andrew Dalton? Yeah, uh, where the fuck did Dalton? He went to what? Cowboys. Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they signed Dalton before they uh, offered Dak a new contract. They're like, well, go, buddy. Yeah. We'll put the red rocket back there. Uh, hey, Dalton's got the numbers, man. He just never had a team. No. Well, he had AJ Green for a while, but yeah. they didn't have a good offensive line. Yeah. So what did you think of, uh, what was it, the uh, WrestleMania? Is that, that the you one know they what? no audience? Yeah, it sucks because my, my son Jaden, his birthday was on the 5th, which is the day WrestleMania was on. He was so excited to have a WrestleMania birthday, and they watched WrestleMania and all this glory. And yeah. He was weird. I mean, we watched it. We enjoyed it. They tried their best. Like, wrestling has really been trying the best to do their shows. They're still taping shows with yeah. no audience. I mean, it's okay, but the audience, like, I never realized how much the audience makes a show. Well, you know, uh, are, are they doing it in a ring, or, or what are they doing? Yeah, they're doing it in a, just a small, they have what's called, they have a training center in Florida yeah. where they're doing it there. They have okay. a training center where it's like a whole stage where they practice. Basically, they're they're using a practice arena. I saw a video clip uh, from I think it was WrestleMania with the Undertaker, where it was like in a cemetery or something. Yeah, him and AJ Styles. Him and AJ Styles had what was called a boneyard match, where it was cinematic, like it was like a movie. And then the next night, uh, John Cena and the Fiend had a had a match too which was really cinematic and they went through like the phases of Cena's life See, and then I, I don't this, watch wrestling okay but I uh, saw that video clip and I was like you know if they did that with all the matches I would probably watch it that was cool yeah you would have liked uh, they just did the money in the bank pay-per-view a couple weeks ago where you have to climb a ladder and get a briefcase yeah what they did was with this one is they had the men and women fight at the same time and they started at the bottom floor of Titan Towers, which is basically where the WWE corporate headquarters are. Yeah. And they fought up through the building to the roof. Oh. Yeah, it was cinematic, too. It was pre-recorded, like, weeks ago. And, like, sta- like it was really good. See, I, I would watch shit like that if they if they did that all the time. But just, yeah. you know, two people in a ring wrestling, it gets boring. It depends on the wrestlers, yeah. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. All right, so uh, back to football. I'm telling you, man. I know, I'm telling you right now, the NFC South is going to be the division to watch. That's where it's at this year. You've got uh, Brady with the Buccaneers now. 
Uh, well, he doesn't catch a case of breaking entering again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. the only motherfucker who can walk in someone's house. They're like, oh, fuck it, it's Tom Brady. That's fine. Come on in, buddy. Yeah, could you imagine That's the fine. homeowner? They're just sitting there in their living room and in walks Tom Brady. He's like, is that fucking Tom Brady just walking in my house? Like, oh, surprise! Make, like, like, am I dying? Like, is this a Make-A-Witch thing? <laughs> and then uh, he's he's living in Derek Jeter's old house. Yeah. He's, uh, so, like, Derek Jeter's his landlord. So I, I can imagine, like, he's like, hey, my sink's messed up. If Derek Jeter has to come over to the wrench <laughs> and fix it. Well, is, he, is he renting it, or did he buy it from Derek Jeter? I think he's renting it, from he's what I understood. Okay. And then his buddy Gronk is like, I'm retired. No, nope, I'll come back. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, Gronk. Funny with the wrestling tie-in too. He was a, he was a twenty four seven champion at WrestleMania. He took he actually because he hosted WrestleMania. He yeah. took a title and he retired to wrestling with the title. I don't know if they got it back. I don't think our truth got it back from him yet. He's <laughs> technically the twenty four seven champion right yeah, now. That's uh, it's not the first uh, scripted championship that Gronk has ever won. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, That's this guy crazy. comes out of retirement from football and uh, is traded to Tampa the next day. <laughs> oh man, he he wanted to continue playing with Brady, but he didn't want to play for Belichick anymore. See Gronk, I think Gronk needed Belichick to keep him in line. Yeah, I oh I think There's he's going to fall person. apart in Tampa. There's only one person that Bill Belichick couldn't keep alive, and that was Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Yep. So, have you seen any of these uh, these virtual concerts online? You know, I've seen ads for them. They've come on my news feed, but I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not really that big of a music guy, so I haven't really been watching them. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, playing a lot of Warzone. There's some some artists that I've seen that are doing it like daily. Uh, some big name artists, either on on their YouTube channel or on Facebook, Instagram Live, all that stuff. They're they're live streaming just about daily. There's some that are you know doing it occasionally here and there, and then there's artists that are not doing it at all. And I kind of feel like uh, it really shows you who. Who's playing music for the love of playing music and who's doing it for the money? You know, these guys that are fiending to get out there and and just play their songs for people are the ones that are live streaming. The ones that just want your money are the ones that aren't live streaming. I think the only live stream concert I watched was the Service Monkeys because they tagged me in it. Yeah? I didn't see that. Yeah, I watched that. I watched it. It was okay. Pretty good. It was fun. Yeah, I got to I got to make a smart ass comment a couple times in there. It was good. Nice. And uh, you know, speaking of music, um, I can't believe it's 2020 and the band Trapped is making headlines all over the fucking place. Yeah. Oh man, I don't I don't know what's going on with him, man. You know, I've I've known Chris for a long time, and he's always been a little cuckoo. You know, but he's going off on these weird ass like pro Trump and racist rants all over Facebook and all over Twitter. And, uh, 
you know, if anybody criticizes him at all, he, he's attacking them. Uh, he's resorting to name calling. Uh, and just some of the some of the wacky shit that he said, man. Uh, hold up, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pull up his Twitter real quick. And and the weird thing is like he's he's not posting this shit to his personal Twitter or personal Facebook. It's the band's page. So it comes up as, as trapped. It doesn't come up as uh, Chris Taylor Brown. Oh, that's crazy. The band's letting him do that. Yeah, that that's what blows my mind here. Um, let's see. He's not like Axl Rose arguing people that work for the president and actually getting getting replies. Huh? You see Axl Rose was arguing with someone that works for Trump? Oh, yeah, and then Trapped uh, responded to it, dissing Axl yeah. Rose. Um, oh, here's one, okay, where he's dissing uh, Christopher Titus, the comedian. Uh, this comedian is acting like another arm of our liberal mainstream press. Flynn pled guilty because FBI threatened to go after his son for missing a few things on a foreign consultant app. Would have bankrupted Flynn Jr. with a four-month-old baby at Titus Nation is a total asshole. And then uh, he, he was going after Ice-T. Uh, oh, that's not smart. Yeah. Um, of course, Axl Rose. Guys, just all over Donald Trump's nutsack, dude. Like, why? I, I don't know, man. Dude, he, I tell you what, man, Trump has really been, he has been crazy. Like, the whole quarantine thing, I think is driving him nuts, too. Because he's no, been he's, doing one stupid thing after another. You talking about the dude from Trapped? No, Trump. Oh, Trump, yeah. Like, I actually, I like Trump. I hear things, but I've been, lately, I'm like, are you fucking serious, Donnie? Like, is there something wrong? Like, are you okay? Yeah, but see, here's where, uh, where, where Trump is smart, though. He doesn't sit there and reply to every tweet. Uh-uh. This dude from Trapped, he sits there and replies to every fucking tweet. So there's people on there that are just trolling the fuck out of him. And he's sitting there replying to it and getting mad as shit. And I, I think one of my, my favorite things, he's like, anybody that disagrees with him is just a fucking nerd. That's his whole thing. Uh- like, you must have gotten picked on in school. You're a fucking nerd. Yeah, nerd. He, he had a post the one day. I, I I'm just kind of paraphrasing it here, but the basic gist of it was, uh, uh, trapped fans are are good looking, get laid a lot. Uh, they were the ones that were the bullies in school. They never got bullied. Just you know, shit like that. The guy <laughs> is just he's lost his fucking mind, and I'm actually in the process of trying to book him for an interview on the show. 
Oh, that's going to be great. Cause I, I can tell him, motherfucker. I'm like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> I can't talk to him? Yeah. Because you have to tell me, hey, don't fuck with this guy. No, look, let, let's be nice. <laughs> you never take the leash off me. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Puddle of Mud. That's another one that's been making headlines lately. Um, of course, several years ago, uh, their lead singer, Wes Scantlin, was, uh, he was in the news all the time because he was getting arrested, he was on drugs, he was off drugs, uh, just all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, he took a break from uh, music for a little while and went to rehab and as far as I know he's been clean for a couple years now but then uh, they did a, uh, a live session with uh, Sirius XM where they did a uh, Sirius XM is doing this whole series where they're bringing in uh, artists that were popular in the 90s and the early 2000s and having them cover other artists in that time period. Like, they'll give you a list of songs and say, here, pick one of these songs and, you know, we'll do a video of you performing it. And, uh, being that they're big Nirvana fans, Puddle of Mud chose to do About a Girl by Nirvana. And absolutely fucking butchered it. You know, I think I listened to that. I was like, this don't sound right. Yeah. I think I saw that. I think I listened to it. I was like, this don't sound right at all. Yeah, it was really bad. And uh, even though like, I'm friends with Wes, uh, it's really hard to defend a performance like that. Uh, <laughs> he's actually going to be coming on the show uh, in a few weeks. Um, I asked him about it, and of course I have to book it through his publicist, so I have to contact her. Always, uh, you know, when you're dealing with bigger touring artists, it's always you gotta go through their person, even if you're friends with with the people, you know. Yeah. Um, what of our people call your people? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is too. Um, but don't worry, we'll have people one day. <laughs> I just fired my people. Um, but. Uh, where was I? Yeah, it was, it's hard to defend that performance because it was so awful. You know, so of course people were assuming maybe he was back on drugs. Um, but, you know, I talked to him and he said it was like two in the morning when they recorded that. Uh, you know, they're they're not super rich, so they're touring in, you know, a small bus like an RV or some shit like that. The guys in the band are taking turns driving. They had just driven 12 hours straight to get to New York to record this performance. It was two in the morning. Uh, you know, he had been up all night drinking coffee. His voice was raw. Plus, he said he was do he was a little bit trying to imitate Kurt Cobain, and it just ended up being a total disaster. Like, but they didn't like listen to it. But like, hey, this ain't good. Let's take a nap. Let's do this again in the yeah. morning. Like, why? Like, sometimes you have to. Well, yeah, when, I don't understand that. When you're dealing like the with the first a, pancake, sometimes you got to throw the first pancake away. When you're dealing sometimes with you a, fuck a it company up. like Sirius, a large company, they have a pretty strict timetable for when they need things to get done. I understand it a little bit, you know, but 
You know, you, you like my old that, man used to say, "You want things done right, or do you want it done right now?" Well, you, you'd think that at least Sirius would be like, "Yeah, you know what? Why don't you guys get some rest? We'll try this tomorrow." You know, exactly. I know if I was Wes, I would have been like, "Fuck this! Let's do this." Like this time. is not my and best work. Yeah, I'm not gonna let this I come do out better. You know. Time for coffee. <laughs> um, that's crazy. So, uh, word around the uh, the water cooler is, uh, you know, I know we we touched on it a few episodes back. Uh, the the major cuts that iHeart's doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So there's uh, some buzz that there might be more cuts coming here pretty soon. God, they got to be booming, though, with everyone sitting at home listening to the listening and stuff. Well, then I saw a thing that all streaming things are up and doing great right now. Because more people at home streaming too, stuff right now. Radio, you know, 100% of their revenue. Oh, wait a minute. Radio, because you drive. And for quarantine, you don't drive oh. anywhere. They've got the iHeartRadio app, which if you have a premium subscription, you know, that benefits the company, iHeartMedia, but the individual radio stations aren't getting a cut of that. Each individual radio station is funded 100% by their advertisers. So Yeah, people are if, like, I don't need advertisers because people aren't driving anywhere. Exactly. You know, uh, if there's businesses that are shut down, I'm like, why the fuck do I need to advertise? Um, We're being supported by Uber drivers and uh, DoorDashers. Yeah. But, you know, the advertisers, if they're shut down, why are they advertising? You know? Yeah. Um, but there's uh, there's rumors going around that uh, there's some uh, syndicated shows that are going to be getting cut. Um. I'm not going to mention the name, but uh, the one morning show in Cleveland that's syndicated, there's a chance... The one that I don't like, that you like? Yeah. Uh, There's a a chance they might be getting cut. Um, I guess they, they announced Friday on the air that the company was forcing them to take one week of unpaid vacation... During which time the uh, the host told the rest of his staff that if he was them, he would not be spending a whole lot of money anytime soon. So you know that, what? But they they could evolve and like do their show differently. They could get a streaming show. They could do a Twitch show if they wanted to. They could continue. Well, you know they've got uh, you know their their subscription premium shows on uh, on their website. Um, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, they worked out a deal with Sirius. And I think that show would do a lot better on Sirius, anyways. I really do. Yeah, if they could, if they could take the reins, off, they could take the control off a little bit. They could uncall yeah. it, or they could let them do some more crazy stuff. Yeah, like you could do on that on a subscription, like a paid channel. Yeah, that's why like a lot of TV shows are coming out on Hulu and Netflix stuff because they could do more gritty stuff and they could do more. Yeah. The create the creativity is better on those shows. 
That's why those shows are doing so great. Like Tiger King, you could have Tiger King on Fox. No. That had to be on Netflix. That was great. <laughs> um, I, I haven't watched it. Is it, I don't know, does it live up to the hype? You didn't watch, oh, you have Netflix. Yeah, Tiger King lives up to the hype. Well, it's got everything. It's got rednecks. It's got gay guys. It's got tigers. It has a chick that got her arm bitten off and she came to work like later that week. Like she took like like a three or four days off and came back with a fucking nub and worked there for years afterwards. What the fuck, man? Yeah, she's fucking tough, man. I know uh, that one uh, the one tiger place is in Tampa because I've driven past it. Big Cat Rescue? Yeah, the one that Carol Baskin owns. That bitch, Carol Baskin? <laughs> yeah, I've driven past yeah. that place numerous times. I'm familiar with it. She, I tell you what, man, she has a lot. All the people who work there are volunteers, and they put them on a, on a ranking system to where you have to work there longer as a volunteer to be actually ranked up. And, like, get different colored shirts. She has those guys working for free. Like, they're almost like a cult out there. Jeez. Like, all those Tiger places like a cult. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the the fascination with the show, either. Because you haven't watched it. That's why. Yeah. And I probably won't. Oh, man. You'll like the other guy. There's a guy, another guy in Florida, where he has, like, these three wives, and they're, like, all hot and stuff. And it's like a sex cult. Like he tells him, like you have to be, um, you have to stay thin, make them get breast implants and shit. Speaking of cats and Florida, uh, it just came up in my uh, my Facebook memories a couple days ago uh, when I was still in Florida. We went to this place called the Cat Cafe. It was a little Ooh. coffee shop, and they had a, a separate room. You pay, I think it was like. I think it was like $10 or $7 a person. You go in, you can drink your coffee and play with the cats. And Ooh. the cats that were in there are all up for adoption, too. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not a cat guy, but the wife and, and the daughter loved it. We got We got two cats, but they're outside cats. Yeah, see, I, they I pop in every once in a while and eat. And, yeah, we have outside cats. They're cool. Like yeah. the one Toby, he pops in. And the other one, Thor, he was a rescue cat. Like we actually, I'm not talking about I went to the store and picked them out. I'm talking about I found this fucking half-dead kitten next to my garbage can in a rainstorm in October. That's kind of rescue he was. But he don't, they fight now because they're both males, and so they kind of they fight a lot, so they don't really come in together. Yeah. They come in at opposite times. See, if, if I had an outdoor cat, I could deal with that. I I don't like having animals in my house because, you know, no matter how clean you keep your, your house, if somebody comes over that doesn't have pets, they could tell right away that you have a pet. Yeah. I, I hate the, the You ever go in someone's house that didn't have a cat, but it smelled like they do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What causes that? I don't know. Maybe I know a few places when I was a kid. I'm like, "Yes, have a cat." No, oh. like they wouldn't. They never had a cat. It was bad housekeeping or something rotten somewhere. When we moved into our house, 
uh, the carpet in the living room smelled like wet dog. It took me forever to get rid of the smell. And still sometimes, like, if I go too long without vacuuming, I can smell it. I, I hate that. Oh, yeah. And not to mention the people that lived here f- before us. Jeez. They u- they used the bathtub like an ashtray. Because, you know, the, the fans that you normally have in the bathroom, usually it's yeah, just like a norm- it's usually just a normal fan. Our yeah. bathroom, it's like a pretty powerful exhaust fan. Dude, it is. It sounds like a fucking jet engine. Like yeah. I, I felt like I was taking a shit on a runway. It yeah. scared me. Um, so I'm guessing that that's why they smoked in the bathroom, but they would throw the butts in the bathtub. Ugh. Yeah. And then they would get lodged in the drain, and we've run Drano through there like 18 times. Dude, I gotta get you some of the acid stuff I get from the local hardware store. What's it called? Like, it's acid. It's fucking, it's like a blank-ass label acid. It's muratic acid. And it comes in a bottle that comes in a plastic bag. Like, they double bag this shit. About, like, there's like a big poison thing, so don't use it if you're not trained. The old guy said, because I had, I had clogged in my dress. I was like, I can't get it out. Dude's like, here, trust me. So I was just gonna get a long, like, wire or something with a hook. And try to jam it down, and I was telling him, what, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, trust me, do about half a bottle of this, so half a bottle of water. Put, I mean, I put it in, and it goes, like, you can hear it fucking corroding shit. I'd be, I'd be worried about that shit melting my bathtub. No, it won't melt inert objects, like, like plastic, metal, no, only, or it only eats organic things. I mean, I put a half bottle in there, fucking drain it 10 minutes later, ran the hot, he said, get a, get a pot of boiling water, like just normal, like, like you're making mac cheese. He's like, you just dump that down the drain to finish it off. He's like, you will have a problem for months. And I have not had a problem for months. It, my drain runs better now than it did, like, even when I moved in. Wow. Like, it like cleaned it out. It was like, I gave my fucking drain diarrhea. And it's like, clean pipe now. And it's just fucking called acid. Like, acid. it's just fucking, it's just fuck, let me go get it. Hold on, let me go get it. I got rid of the bottle. Like, there's no, there's no name brand. There's no fancy pictures. It's just, it's called Professional Drain Opener. Danger Poison. Contains concentrated sulfuric acid. Read instructions carefully. Keep out of reach, children. Sulfuric acid? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, and it's like, it's fucking like you pour it in and it goes like it bubbles. Oh, man. Like you can hear it just fucking like, oh, no, man, it works. It works, yeah, I'm sure. It's like using a bazooka to kill a spider. Shit. (laughs) I don't fuck around with things. I'd rather do that than like, done. Do it once. Like, I still have a half bottle. It's been a couple months. (laughs) What the fuck, man? It's no neighbor, and it's just called professional drain opener. You can only get it at a hardware store, a little hardware store. You can't get, like, I look for it at Home Depot and Walmart. They don't have it. Hold on a second. And so it's, it's 15 bucks for like a, I don't know, it's like maybe like a, like a quarter pint. I don't know, I forgot to look at the, how much is in there. But it fucking does the job, man. Crazy. 
I don't know if I would want to fuck with that though. You know, I there there's stuff around the house and stuff when it comes to cars that that I can do, but I would just prefer somebody else because I don't feel like fucking doing it. Yeah, I'm not very vocational either. Like I, my idea was to just jam something long down there. That's yeah. my idea for everything. Just jam something long in it. This is the life. It should fix the drain, right? Exactly. But no, like I, I thought, so, I thought the kids put like a piece of cardboard or something in there or a toy. I was gonna go down and hook it, try to dislodge it, bring it back up. And the guy said, "Nah, it's probably just hair and soap and all that shit." He's like, trust me, this will do it. Anytime you need anything, you go to a fucking old guy at a hardware store. If that guy is under. No, man. Yeah, if they're under fifty, I don't fucking talk to him. Like, no, I want to talk to fucking overhead bucker over there. I don't want to talk to you. Get out of here. Exactly. You're too young and good looking. You don't know what you're talking about. I want the old guy. Like, you ever go to a like a like a plumber and it's like like Dave and son? Don't ever get the son. I want Dave. I want the son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the son doesn't know shit. All right. Well, if I gonna... see the guy and he's younger than me, I'm like, no, done. <laughs> I want the old guy. We're gonna take a little bit of a break. Uh... Then we'll be back. Uh, we've lost a few celebrities lately, so uh, we're going to remember some of these celebrities we, we've lost recently. All right. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Stay tuned. Enthusiastic, we're back. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's been some, uh, quite a few celebrity deaths recently. Yeah. Some natural, some COVID, some yeah. accidental. The autopsy report? Huh? The Kobe autopsy report? What's that? Yeah, apparently they, they died of blood force trauma. They needed an autopsy to tell us that. Huh? What are you talking the, about? The autopsy for Kobe Bryant's plane crash just got published. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I read it. It said they, they died of blood force trauma. Yeah. Like, like, of course. Duh. Like, we do we, did we really need, like, a... All they had to say is nobody was on drugs. That's all they needed to say. But no, they had to go in depth on it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Doesn't it seem like so long ago now? It does, yeah. Like it was only what, three months ago, four months ago? Uh, January. 
Yeah, January, February, yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> one, one of the, uh, the recent deaths was, uh, Fountains of Wayne bass player, uh, Adam Schlesinger. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a tough one. Um, you know, I, I, I can't say that I was friends with the guy, but I had met him on several occasions. Uh, did several interviews with him. He was a super nice guy. Uh, always great conversation. And uh, I think most people don't realize uh, how many of his songs that they actually know. You know, everybody knows Stacy's mom. Everybody knows that fucking song. Um, yeah, I heard that today, actually. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's other Fountains of Wayne songs that, that, that people know. Uh, Hack and Sack is pretty popular. Uh, Katy Perry covered that on her Unplugged performance. Uh, it was on an episode of Scrubs. I was going to say, they were on a couple, yeah, a couple of songs from Scrubs. Yeah. Um... But Adam was also a well-known, well-respected producer and songwriter. Uh, He's worked with uh, the Verve Pipe, who I've also had on the show. Um, Dashboard Confessional. Um... I can't remember off the top of my head. There's, there's just been so many that he's worked with. Um, the Monkees, the, the last Monkees album, he produced and wrote several of the songs for. Really? Um, yeah. Yep. Um, he wrote the, uh, the, the title song from the movie "That Thing You Do." A lot of people don't realize oh, wow. that. Yeah. And then uh, his band, Founds of Wayne, did uh, the theme song for the TV show Crank Yankers. You remember that show? Yep. Yeah. They brought By that the way, back. That show's I haven't back. watched it. Yeah, it's back. I haven't watched it, though. I haven't really I, watched I haven't much either. network TV. I like that show. Uh, Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel did a great job with that show. I got mail. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, me being a handy, I was just calling, you look fresh lead, like you got crank acres. Like, yeah, that's, that's me. That was, uh, <laughs> it was Jim Florentine that did that voice for special ed. <laughs> it's another one. I like Jim Florentine. He's a nice guy. I've met him a few times. Uh, but, uh, Adam Schlesinger also played in a band called Ivy. Uh, he played in a band called Tinted Windows. Which had uh, the drummer from Cheap Trick, uh, Taylor Hansen from Hansen, and the guitar player from the Smashing Pumpkins. Kind of an oddball combination of musicians there, but... uh, Sounds like a Mad Lib for a fucking band. Um, He wrote... I am a drummer. uh, Wrote that big hit, Just the the Girl, by uh, the Click Five. I don't know if you remember. You, you'd know that song if you heard it. So I'm sure everyone's going to go look that one up. The guy yeah. had, you know, one of the most impressive resumes in music. With, uh, all of his writing and production credits. Uh, unfortunately, he lost his life to COVID-19. Yeah, 52 years old, man. 
52. Yeah. That's young. I know, especially I'm getting close to 40. I think that's young. Oh, that's like 12 yeah. years older than me. When they say, like, over the age of 50 is when you're at the highest risk, you know, and that that's where I, I think people aren't taking it seriously because they say, you know, it's more deadly to, uh, you know, to the elderly or people that have, people that have like underlying breathing conditions. Problems. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they're categorizing the elderly here as anybody over the age of 50. They're saying you're at a higher risk if you're over the age of 50, which to me is pretty young because, you know, that's where I'll be in 12 years. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, just a few days ago, lost a good friend to COVID-19 who was only 40. Yeah. That's uh, way too young, man. But Your buddy you were posting about? Yeah. The day before? Yeah. See, uh, I, sometimes I wish when people post about someone's death, they would say how they died. Because there's been a lot of people dying. And I don't know. If, I assume it's from overdoses. Like, when I feel like someone like young. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's from overdose. Or, like, I wish there should be a rule. If you're going to say thoughts and prayers about your friend dying, label, hey, this is what they died from. <laughs> Like to say. Well, it. sometimes you know it's it's private. I I, I did say it. Because sometimes you don't get. I say what overdoses don't get my thoughts and prayers. Sorry, you get my <laughs> chuckles and snickers. Oh uh, yeah. You, he knew how to party. Dude knew how to party. He outpartied us all. He won. No, you know? I'll, I'll admit it though. Like if I see that somebody like under the age of forty died, I usually assume it's either suicide or drugs. Yeah. Unless I hear otherwise, and a lot of times when they don't. You know, in the obituary, if they don't say how they died, usually it's something yeah. like that, you know. Um, but yeah, he was he was uh, only 40 years old, uh, DJ Steve Fish. Um, Well-known and, and well-respected in the area. Not just a DJ, he was also uh, an event coordinator. Um, mm -hmm. th this is somebody that... You know, if you've ever DJed in Youngstown, you know you've probably gotten at least one job because of him. Whether it's I a think, club, I think or I wedding. might have interviewed that guy to DJ my wedding. I think it's he may have been one of the guys we saw because he looked familiar. I told Lauren, like, she's like, he looks familiar, like we've seen him somewhere. I, I've referred I'm him thinking. to a lot of people for weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what and what what was cool about him too, like, is if he got you the gig, he didn't take a cut from it. He'd let you keep the entire pay for the event. He didn't take like a finder's fee or anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but he's he's gotten a lot of work for a lot of DJs. Um, I know that there there's been times where like I would hit him up and be like, hey, you know, money's a little tight this month. You know, if you uh got a DJ gig you could send my way, let me know. And w without even missing a beat, he would always be like, hey, uh, you know, I need something tonight and tomorrow at such and such. You available? Like, yeah. You know, and then there was another time where I lost my job at a radio station and I had some bills I had to pay. Uh, I went to him about some gigs. He's like, yeah, I need somebody tonight at, uh, you know, such and such. And then, 
He'd be like, hey, you know, if you need some money, my license is suspended right now, and I don't have a car. You know, if you don't mind, could you give me and my girlfriend a ride around for a little while, and I'll pay you for it? Yeah, sure. You know, why not? Then, like, this dude was, was constantly busy, always had a full schedule of weddings and clubs. So there'd be times where he would have a wedding gig on a Saturday, and then he'd be scheduled for a, a club gig that night. And of course, the way that things run, the times would overlap. So he would have me or somebody else go. He'd say, hey, you know, go ahead and start out the night and then I'll come in and take over. You know, or, you know, if it was coming close to the time where he was supposed to show up, he'd hit me up and be like, hey, just finish off the night. You know, but the nights where he did come in late and take over... He would hand me the fa- the full pay for the night and say, here, thanks for filling in for me for a little bit. So he was always very generous. Instead of like splitting the pay, he'd be like, hey, here, you know, you take the full pay. Um, 19 years ago, though, he, uh, he had renal failure and had to have a kidney transplant. And uh, mm. the medication that he took to make sure his body didn't reject the kidney made it unable for his body to fight off the uh, coronavirus. Yeah. That's what what ended up doing him. And it was, it's really sad too. Like, you know, when the, when the whole thing first happened, he, you know, he was scared to death because, you know, he knew that this was a possibility. And then even after he was diagnosed, before he went into the hospital, he was, he was scared. You know, and uh, he was on a ventilator for like three weeks. Uh, they took him off the ventilator and he was slowly improving. And then all of a sudden he was gone. Wow. Yeah. Stories that, like that really fuck with my morality. Because like, how does a guy that's like that good and does so many good things and helps out so many people get snuffed out but then there's an old fucker down the street that's an asshole to everybody and lives to be a hundred yeah it, it just doesn't like make it always sense. fucks your morality it's like yeah. you try to be a good person but then you see all these like people are just fucking people over left and right and yeah. nothing bad ever comes their way you're just like why the fuck am I doing extra effort being good it, it almost makes you wonder if karma actually exists you know yeah I, I don't yeah. believe in karma I don't believe in it at all they always say bad people no bad people get karma because they fuck up. They get too greedy and they don't stop. That's why they yeah. get fucked over. I create my own karma. <laughs> you uh, you had some bad karma recently, right? I don't want to talk. What do you mean? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah, people are babies. They, they throw fits. Oh, come on, man. There, there's a lot this. I thought all if we weren't on our show right now we would be gossiping like two girls there are so many layers of that story I, I have so much juicy news about that story but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go yeah. low and discuss yeah. it on our show talk to I'm me. gonna take the high road I'm your I'm your therapist don't forget that talk to me yeah what's going on man what happened with this no. situation well, what happened with no. this situation let's go there okay Let's uh, let's start at the top layer. <laughs> Basically, it was an online disagreement. Someone disagreed with my with my opinion on something, 
And instead of being a person and actually thinking through what they're saying, they do a hissy fit and block me. But did, like, you, did you persist the situation? Did you egg this person on? No, do you feel at some, not at all. At some level, not at all. part of this was your fault? My only, my only crime was not responding when someone was telling me I was wrong. My only crime was to keep to keep debating because I believe something, they believe something else. That's it. <laughs> they're overly, and I understood that they're overly sensitive to the subject, so that's fine. I've moved past it. I was angry that day when it happened because I don't like being blocked, especially by someone that says they don't block someone ever for anything. You don't think uh, you're being kind of douchey? I, w- I was being sincere. I was not being... See, if, if I'm debating somebody with something and I'm being sincere because it's my belief, like, I, 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 get, I get emotionally invested. Now, if I'm just being a dick about it, like, and just doing it to do it, then I won't care. I'll be like, yeah, I'll stop. You know, it's fine. You know, that's the difference. I actually believe what I was saying. So you, you weren't trolling... No, I was not trolling at all. That's, it, it was authentic what I thought. What My opinion was what I put on there, my honest opinion. Even the last post I put on there, like, I felt was very sincere. You read it, right? Because I know he didn't. I don't know. He didn't delete it. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I said nothing. I was cordial about every point I made. I'm sorry that you're overly sensitive to it. Something that happened miles and miles away and you want to take it out on someone I just happen to be the person to take it out on that's fine do you uh, do you have a message for him cause you know he listens to the show you know he's still gonna listen to the show what do you have you know to what? say to him my my message is don't say you're not gonna block someone but then block someone that's it <laughs> that's it and don't and don't be in a position don't threaten someone when you can't really back it up that's not smart who do you threaten? Oh, you just want to told me. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to throw hands, you know where he lives. Yeah, like, I, like, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Like, it's not fair. Like, what? I don't want to get a double negative on me, you know? Oh. I, I mean, I'm over it. I understand that there was, like, I understand there was different things going on in that person's life. Things that I, you know, I'm really close to the, the guy and, like, his circle of friends will say so i know that there's more stuff going on than just that it just happened to be that i was the i was the straw that broke the camel's back that day basically and i'm over that i'm fine with it oh man you're always getting into some drama man always you know you know what it is it's because i have two philosophies like i said the first thing is if i'm if i believe yeah fuck bitches get money no i don't get no money no it was it's if you are talking to someone on Facebook, as long as you're not calling someone names, you have a different opinion, you shouldn't be chastised for it. I don't believe in that at all. It's like, if you're going to sit there and say, it's open for discussion, and it's, discuss it, you know? Even if it's not your opinion, even if you don't believe what that person is saying, then that's fine. You go through with it. And the other thing is, is I don't, I won't apologize unless I think I'm wrong. Like, me and Lauren were talking about this the other day, how I never apologize when we fight. I just kind of let it go. Because I don't apologize when I think I'm right. Now, you might think I'm wrong, 
people, other people might not think my opinion is right, but I believe it's right. So I'm not going to apologize. You get offended for what I believe is right. Okay. So let's go to uh, the origin of this incident. Okay. Um, we were talking, or you guys were talking about uh, the death of Ahmad Arbery. Is that how you say his name? Oh, I don't even remember. I have not even looked at anything yeah. about it for a week now. It was uh, this black guy down in Georgia was out for a jog and two hillbillies uh, accused him of breaking into houses. They had guns. Uh, they were just two regular guys, you know, and they chased this guy down. Uh, he, of course, you know, fought for his life and they ended up killing him. Well, this was back in February. The video recently went viral, and these two guys, because of public outrage, have now been arrested and, and charged with murder. Um, and, of course, you said that you felt like there was more to it than... Uh, when, when, when we video. first started talking about it, it was... The, like it was two guys that went out and they they said lynched a guy lynched a guy because he was just because he's like so what yeah. they were saying was if two guys drove around said hey look at that dirt fellow over there let's try to kill him and I was like no that's not how that looked I saw the video it doesn't look it was sloppy and unplanned it, there yeah. was a situation something that and that's all I was saying was it was a situation. They got way out of hand. There's a reason behind it where they thought that something, what they were doing was right, not just because of the color of his skin, which it, it was, but it wasn't. You know what well, I mean? They it said, wasn't just because he, they, they woke up in the morning and said, let's go hunt some, some, some African-American people. Well, That's the point I was trying to get across. They, that it was a bad situation. He, they said that he fit the description of whoever was breaking into these houses, uh, the yeah. only part of the de description that he fit was the color of his skin. So, yeah, technically yeah. it was because of the color of his skin. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't call it a lynching, though. Uh, no, I would not. That's the part I was trying to say. Like, it's not a lynching. Like, did you not, like, study? Like, that person of all people should know what a lynching is. They would have better information and stories of it than I read in textbooks. I mean, what's the definition of a lynching? Isn't that a large group of people? Uh, That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a, a, an organized group of people that go out with the intention of taking out or killing someone or hanging someone or killing them yeah. or brutalizing them. Like, well, it organized. And what I'm saying, if you see that video, that was not organized. Yeah, and, and they like, said that uh, he resisted a citizen's arrest, which you don't have to comply with a citizen's arrest. No. You don't. No, no, no. And I'm not saying what those two guys did was right. I was saying it was wrong. It was No one should have yeah. got killed in that situation. Yeah. Or, um, the only point I was making was it was not an organized thing that they will. It was a situation that got way out of hand. There were yeah. two citizens trying to do a cop's job that they shouldn't even been doing. They should have called the cops. Well, and, and here's, That's what should have happened. Here's more, uh, another layer to that story that makes it worse is uh, it turns out that these two men, the older one 
was that county's retired DA. And the younger guy was his son. So that that's a bit of a twist there. And then uh, the fact that it took so long for them to arrest these guys. And I'm sure yeah. you know, when this guy retired, the guy who took his position as the current DA was probably an assistant prosecutor for this guy. So when the case first came up, he was probably like, okay, we're going to sweep this under the rug. We're not going to mention this again. And then, of course, the I video goes the, viral. DA is an elected official, I thought. No. The, the DA is not an elected position. It's I believe the district attorney is, is elected. No, it's a, it's a point. I guess it, it might vary by state. But someone will have to look up, because I always thought district attorneys were, you have to run for district attorneys. I've seen, like, people have political funds for district attorney. Uh-uh. We'll have to, we'll have to fact check that. Someone will have to fact check that. Before. Yeah. But usually when a DA retires, though, one of their assistants are appointed to take over. Yeah. Plus, it was a small town, so they probably just, yeah, that guy would he probably ran unopposed, if he, even if it was Possibly. elected. But either yeah. way, they've probably both worked as prosecutors in the same area and knew each other pretty well. Oh yeah, you know, what, no doubt. What I'm I'm curious to see is what defense these guys go with. Um, I recently saw uh, it was a uh, a doorbell camera video from that neighborhood right before the guy was shot. And, uh, you know, the the caption for the video was that he was running from, it's like a construction house or whatever, house that was under construction. Uh, It says that he was running from there. And uh, they started chasing him. I watched the video and I didn't see anybody run out of the house. Well, when I saw the video, I saw that the white truck looked like it would stop at least two, three houses in front of the guy. And the guy ran behind it. And then the guy jumped out of the truck and confronted him. And off camera, you can't really see off camera, but for some reason they start wrestling with the gun. Yeah. So well, if, if two people who aren't in it's uniform not, and don't show you a badge are exactly, trying to arrest not, you, you're gonna you're gonna try to fight for your life too. Exactly. For for the for the defense of self defense, you have to prove what's called imminent danger. Yeah. Which means you have to prove that you are in fear of your life. If you have two good old boys with two shotguns and a guy running, that that's not that's not fear for your life. That's yeah. you know? Now, him grabbing at the gun, I guess if you could construe it that way, he tried to take a firearm from me and kill me. But in the first sense, the guy that's trying to pull the gun has imminent danger. Yeah. Because he sees, you know, and understandably, I mean, I don't care if you're white, black, or whatever. If you see two guys pointing two shotguns at you, you're going to be in fear, you know? You know, and... What I'm really hoping that they don't go for is an insanity plea because that would be a huge game changer in the American legal system 
and I'll tell you why. Yeah, because you say I was... Wait, well, how could they do... Ins- I don't see how they could do insanity. They could, they could say... They could come right out and say, yeah, we're racist, but it's a mental illness. Okay, so then if they go for an insanity plea, win or lose, every racist person in this country could use mental illness as an excuse for their racism. And I think first you'd have to classify... You would have to classify racism as a mental illness. I don't believe it's a mental illness. I believe it's a personal preference. It could That's be. That's the problem with it. It could be. It's a personal preference. But, you know, like I said, win or lose, you know, you could see a bunch of hillbillies going around the country killing black people, and when they get caught, say, oh, I've got a mental illness. That's why I did it. Well, no, if it's premeditated. See, the thing is, is I don't believe it was premeditated. That's the point I was trying to make. It wasn't premeditated. That was a, a situation that got out of hand. No, I don't. I don't think they, they set out to kill the guy. That's I, what. That's what I'm they, saying. I'm saying they, they, testosterone they, they was they up to and he got heated. But they had yeah. no power to arrest him. And he fought back. They panicked and shot. Yeah. And that's that's the exact point I was trying to make. That it wasn't. These two guys, they didn't wake up that morning thinking, let's go kill some black guy jogging. That they said, hey, that looks like the dude's been breaking in places. Let's talk to this boy. Get two guns at the gun rack. Because they were up ahead of that guy. They were ahead of that guy. Yeah. Which means they stopped the way for him to run up well, on they, him. They knew what his jogging route was. That's uh, what I saw in the uh, indictment. <laughs> Yeah. So they, it, it, it was premeditated is, in the sense that they had planned to stop and talk to him that day. Yeah. But like I said, they I don't think they planned on killing him. They planned on killing uh, him when he wouldn't come in and and you know when he wouldn't yeah, when when they tried to grab him and yeah. then he reached for the gun and got yeah. It was a situation that got way out of control. Yeah. Which has happened to everybody. It's not in that extent. I don't know how many times I've been at a bar trying to calm some drunk guy down and he t- takes a swing at you. You know? Yeah. Situations get out of hand. It doesn't mean that you should be labeled, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a very sensitive, it's a very sensitive thing for both sides. It's another one of those things that draw that line. Yeah. That you either agree, you, you can't tell a middle, which I'm right in the middle. I'm saying they're all idiots. I'm saying everyone involved is dumb. Him for running towards them and not run, just not just turning and running away. Like you really can't outrun two chubby white guys. <laughs> I mean, you jog every day. You should be confident in your athletic. You know, yeah. fucking turn around and run. There was a car. Rip. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many layers to it. The only thing that's gonna really suck, and I'm gonna hate, is if it turns out that they actually have a camera footage of that actual guy breaking out of houses and it makes those guys right and that's going to make it worse because they weren't right what they did but it's going to make them seem right because if if he really was doing that stuff I, you know just like really wasn't that. there someone recently that that was killed in kind of like the same situation and it turns out that the guy they actually killed was the one doing like the wrong was that like was that new york or something like that 
I don't know. Where, where they said that they, they killed this guy, there was no reason for it and all that, and it turned out that the guy was actually trying to rob someone or something like that? This might have been a year or two ago. Uh, it's like the same situation. There's been so many of these these cases, it's hard to keep them all straight. It is. And it's sad that it still happens. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm never one... Like, whenever you have uh, you know, a situation where a cop killed an unarmed black person or whatever, I'm never one to jump right on either side. I, I can't. I have to look at the facts first, you know, before I make an educated decision on whether or not it was justified. Yeah. Like somebody well, I mean, could be unarmed, I mean, but trying to get your weapon, you know? Exactly. And how many times have we seen how many times have we seen videos of guys of all races getting out and daring the cops shoot me and pulling guns oh, on yeah, cops? Yeah. Cops they every time you go to a type stuff, it is not you have to fear for some idiot pulling a gun poppy right there just because yeah. they didn't have a turret signal and they don't want to pay a fine or go to jail for it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind whatever, so yeah. somebody if you're gonna sit there and start telling a cop how to do his job and challenge a cop and start making wind movements and all that I have never had a cop gun pulled on me except for one time. And that was because these kids in the alley where I used to live with my mom were running around shooting each other with airsoft guns and Warren and someone called the cops thinking that someone was born and the gun was sitting on the was sitting on the steps. And he said, Hey, put your fucking hands up now and, and everybody just stood still. He grabbed the gun, walked away, they put his gun away, and that was it. And there was there was all colored kids there, there was a whole bunch of us kids there. So it's like, if you do something stupid and suspicious, like, cops are like scared stray animals. If you make a sudden move, they attack. And it's not right, but it's just the reality of how that job is and the way us as citizens treat cops. Yeah. You ever been with someone that got pulled over by a cop and started fucking bad-mouthing the cop? Oh, yeah, plenty of times. I, it scares the shit out of me. I'm like, what you fucking shut up? It's like those bad kids that tell their mom to shut up. Like, are you going to get a beat? What are you doing? It's just, it's a respect thing. If you don't have respect for the cost and you're going to sit there and act suspicious and be suspicious, it's going to, it's going to make them scared of you. Yeah. All right. It's well, horrible that, you know, that's the way it is. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to wrap things up right now. Um, man, it's been a while since we've done a show. I know. I feel like we've been we've been going forever too. I feel like I could go all night, man. Going through my paper. Not me. Here. I'm a ten minutes and go to sleep kind of guy. Yeah. You got ten minutes and I'm falling asleep and finishing no matter what. That's, that's how I do it. Alright, if you guys don't know, uh, you could find us on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, TuneIn, Listen Notes, Pod Paradise, and YouTube. Uh, you could email the show and it might get read on air, uh, planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Instagram is Planet Chaos Radio. YouTube is also Planet Chaos Radio. 
And Twitter is Planet Chaos underscore. Uh, you can find my uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is Brandon underscore Chaos. Tumblr is Brandon dash Chaos. I'm, I'm on TikTok, too. I think that's also Brandon underscore Chaos. I didn't know you did TikTok. You didn't tell me that. Well, I put, uh, you know, I put the show uh, teasers on there. Oh, um, I YouTube, enjoy TikTok. I like it. The uh, the YouTube uh, channel right now just has uh, teasers for the show and some full episodes and stuff. Um, uh, but I was planning on doing some uh, some cool video content this summer. Uh, if things let up and we're able to get out and do some video content, we will. Uh, if not, I mean, it's something we could always do in the future when everything start getting better. Yeah. Once everything opens again. Yeah. And then, uh, I would like to get, like, guests back in the studio. Uh, I'm working on some phone interviews right now. Um. Do we get an OnlyFans yet? No, not yet. <laughs> You can start live streaming the show on Shatterbait. <laughs> That'd be cool. All the gay dudes would be watching us like, are these dudes going to fuck or what? <laughs> losing my chub over here. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I'll help you out. <laughs> no, what, what happened to that one guy that was dancing on me? Get that guy. He'll come in. He'll be our entertainment. Wait, what? The guy that was dancing on me at... Uh, at your first way fest. Or McCobb, or no, it was McCobb fest. Oh, uh, Skyler. Yeah, get Skyler uh, down. He'll help us out with that. He, he lives in Miami now. Oh, it's too expensive. Yeah. He's got, he's got a sugar daddy. Uh, alright, um... There was something else I wanted to plug, and now I can't even fucking remember. Ooh, baby, I like it, well, anyways... Uh, Upcoming interview, your book... Yeah, we got everything. Yeah, everyone knows my book's still out there. How's your second book coming? Not good. Not good at all. I haven't done nearly as much work during quarantine as I had hoped. So yeah, the, there's there's not a. That's because you're in there having tea parties for your daughter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, for now, that is it, and we will talk to you guys again next week. Goodbye. Mr. Weed Man, don't do me wrong. Come on, Mr. Weed Man, help me sing my song. Mr. Weed Man, won't you fill my bunk? Mr. Weed Man, I need some relaxation. Mr. Weed Man, don't do me wrong Like Bob Marley, I'ma smoke it till my brain is gone Mr. Weed Man, don't you roll with raw Mr. Weed Man, I need that medication But I don't really know what you got to roll Hoping that you pull out some fire and no Got my own lighter, you know I can match a bowl Hoping that you're waiting with the joint after the show Everybody solo!
Hoping that you pull out some fire I said no Got my own lighter You know I can match a bowl Hoping that there are no bubbles Breaking our windows But I don't really know What you got to roll Hoping that you pull out some fire I said no Got my own lighter You know I can match a bowl Hoping that you're waiting With a joint after the show